Let's All those it. reviews are we fake. We're rational human beings. Dude. All right, let's, let's start it off. Let's go. It's already going, dude. I was trying to get you guys mid. Oh, really? Mid. <laughs> <laughs> start. Let's do what they take forever to start. There. They'll tell you about it. You were just too young. <laughs> I think that's the problem with this is you're too young to understand the complexity of the film. Whatever. <laughs> the colors aren't right. <laughs> the carpet's too red. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, when Uno Boys was... Boys and girls, children of all ages. Uno, do you remember WWE how old you were? How old was proudly Uno? Proudly presents... How old was Uno when he was telling us... I mean, us we were probably... It was like when the, fan, the Phantom Menace came out, right? It was... It, so we were like in our teens, maybe? Uh, like dude, maybe 13, Phantom 14? came out, what, 99? Something like that, right? Oh, so, 16. So Uno was telling me he didn't like the movie because the uh, this the, was like hashtag <laughs> hashtag analysis. His analysis like, of the movie was that he didn't like how the carpet didn't match like the curtains in the or what was. Do you remember exactly? That's something else. No, <laughs> the, the carpet, carpet uh, matches the drapes. That. That's that something else. That's what he else. said, dude. I said the carpet. I mean, the carpet was No, he said the carpet was too red, red. and it, it was, was too red. It was it was distracting. Red. But Amidala was not a red. From the, uh, <laughs> it was distracting from the rest of the movie or something like that because the carpet was oh, the, too red. That's what it was. Yeah, he's like, oh, the carpet was too red and distracted me from the movie. Right? <laughs> I was like, what? It's like, yeah, that's why I didn't like that movie. That was hilarious, dude. He's already like, I was already preparing to hate the Last Jedi since then, dude. Because what was the primary oh, color in the Last Jedi, dude? It was red. It was red, dude. Oh, hate- crate. Crate was too red, and the 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 salt was red, or whatever, dude. So it was, dude. No one, no one, no one's gonna be out. No one's gonna be here. No one's gonna chime in and be like, "No, you were wrong." What? What? Phantom what? Menace was really good. No one's gonna say that. No, no, no. no but they say but for like gonna... rational reasons, like Jar Jar <laughs> Binks Jay, sucks. No, because the freaking carpet, carpet was red. red. I know. <laughs> you didn't no even say. Manches. You didn't even say. Oh, Jar Jar was terrible. No, it was. The carpet was too red. <laughs> that was hilarious, dude. dude. What, I, what I meant to say, but I couldn't say, was... <laughs> Shut up. Well, these same people who did not like The Last Jedi, fool, are out there writing negative reviews about uh, Captain Marvel because they're like, oh, she's too feminist, or uh, she, doesn't wa- she doesn't want me to be there. Uh, and what doesn't want me to be there? Well, by me meaning <laughs> white males. That's what they're saying. Uh-huh. That because she said that she didn't. She didn't even say this, but apparently that Brie Larson apparently said, uh, "I don't want a white male seeing my movie," which is never said that. But these people. How do you apparently it. say that? You either say it or you don't. No, she said that she wanted a more diverse crowd in the like the journalist pool because they were all you know just. From predominantly white males. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was asking, this should be more diversity within the journalists that were there interviewing her and asking about the movie. El Mayimbe wasn't there? <laughs> el Flaco y la Gorda? <laughs> oh, no, no, wait. La Gorda y la Flaca? No, el Gordo y la Flaca? Yeah. There it is. Uh, yeah, so so they're all upset. They're like, oh, this movie's too SJW. It's, and it hasn't even come out yet. So if you go to Ron Tomatoes... It's got like a really low audience score, which proves we know that all the audience score of the Last Jedi are a bunch of trolls who just went on there to put fake reviews. <laughs> and what happened? Oh yeah, I made over a billion dollars. Do you remember that they tried to do that with Black Panther too? 
They like everyone's gonna everybody's gonna troll against everything, dude. Nah, they they, they try to do that. Go look up. They try to do that with Black Panther too. It's what? this demographic, dude. It's all the Jordan Peterson cronies, dude, who are offended because people want to be fairly represented in media. And they take it as they don't want white people there, which is not true. Yeah, exactly. Like, which is hey, cool. dude, guess what, dude? In a galaxy far, far away, 1974, it, it, 78% of the cast was, was white. 20. <laughs> It is funny. Twenty percent was robotic. It is funny. Like an Empire Strikes Back, and there was Lando. There's and only you have one a black giant guy. Out. It's Lando. Charming. Yeah, it is kind of funny. It's like okay. Pan. Hey, dude, you had a giant fish. He he moved up the ranks, dude. He was an admiral. It's all good. Word. There was there was no glass ceiling for uh, apparently black generals back then or something. Ah, dude. Boom. There it is, dude. Whatever. But uh, hey, welcome to <laughs> whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Got the show started, man. Welcome to uh, this is a new episode of the Beta Report. What's up, people? Pero con animo, hey, pero con animo. Just trying to do a little different, like you know. Hey, Ladies what's up, guys? And gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to 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 the Beta Report. Port, port. Okay, cool. oh, what happened to our? Uh... Oh yeah, wait, wait, wait. Uno, try one more time. Uno, try one more time. Beep, beep, beep. Wait, wait, wait. Try one more time. Ready? Well, no, we're going to do it again. Ready? Do, the, do your announcement again. Ready? One, two, three, go. Oh, it's me doing it. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's do that again. Okay, Uno. Go. go. Ready? Introduce the show. Ladies and gentlemen, man, welcome to, to, to the, 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 Dude, I forgot that you can't hear you can't hear the effects on your end. We totally had reverb on you for you, dude. And you kept doing the echo to it. So it's like a it's like a hundred echoes going on at the same time. That's Love it. Hilarious, Roll with it. That's how epic this episode is going to be, dude. Right? It's going to be amazing. So why don't we just get this started? Let's just let's just dive right into it, man. We had the Oscars uh, just happen on Sunday. Yup. And so, actually, did you? I don't know if you guys check this out, but the viewership was up like 15%. And every year, I always remember, like, after they always talk about Oh, the Oscars dropped again in the ratings. It dropped, and I guess this time it actually went up. So, dude, I feel like it it uh, actually benefited them to not have a host. I think I was about to say that, I and I think that's what everybody wanted to see: is how was it going to work without a host? And I think like the general consensus was that it was actually better this way than having, um, you know, one one general host who kind of like tries to move things along. Or, but they said like you know the the monologue in the beginning with. Um, with the uh, Maya Tina Rudolph Fey. and Tina dude, Fey and Amy Poehler. Was why, like why are you just taking great. everything I'm trying to say right now, dude? Because, dude, yeah. we're of one mind. Jeez. We're basically like an old married couple. Dang, I was about to say that right now, dude. <laughs> Do you see, dude? I know. But, hey, yeah, a lot of people were saying, and if you watched it, dude, they were hilarious, dude. How can you not watch just them host the whole night? Like, seriously. Somebody on Twitter was saying they should continue to show up and just say, oh, there's no host, but then they continue to... They just do it, like oh, just go yeah. out there and do that. That would have been pretty cool. Yeah, but uh, they were funny, dude. They were hilarious, dude. 
They're really good. Um, why can't we just have them do it all the time? The it's proven every time Billy they do, Crystal when they uh, used to do the Golden Globes, uh, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey, mm-hmm. they would kill it all the time. There was like nobody would ever say it was that that was bad. Or, I think it's just like a boring gig because you really don't. I mean, you really can't do much. You know, like you're literally just. Like, you don't get a lot of opportunities to do a lot of different things. You're just kind of like, you do your opening monologue, mm-hmm. and then after that, it's just kind of like little jokes here and there. Well, with that, yeah, yeah, you're right. And with that said, though, it actually was pretty good without a whole staff. It flowed easier. Like, mm-hmm. it just kind of, you know, it's still like a 10-hour show. I think it just finished, like, this morning or something. Stupid. But it's been that long. It's just six forever. But it's like three hours, I think. Started, like, at five, and then around eight or something like that. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it did seem... Like it, a little bit more seamless, mm-hmm. f- flowed better, fluid, 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 mm-hmm. flowed fluid. better. You flowed. got it. Just yeah. kidding. Yeah, it's uh, definitely flowed a lot better. Sweet. So um, uh, yeah, Uno, did you watch it? I did, and I'm so thankful Kevin Hart wasn't in it because he probably would have exhausted the show. I'm so funny because I'm little. Bing, bang, boom. What does he do? Bing, bang, boom. Sounds like a squirrel, dude. No, he wasn't ready. <laughs> Were you doing that? <laughs> that joke would have been in there somewhere. Right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not that Kevin Hart is any bad, but I think he's good in doses. Like, if you have too much of them... It's like be, one of those things like a little bit exhausted. goes a long way. Yeah, you definitely be exhausted. You know who I really like when he hosted the Oscars was uh, Doogie Howser, dude. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Good. Yeah, dude. I, I like Neil Patrick Harris. He was good. Um, Are we just going to do this? Or are we just going to like name our all-time favorite uh, Oscar hosts? I got one. Who? Didn't James Corden do it? Uh yeah, I think he bombed though, didn't he? Yeah, it was pretty crappy. So I remember <laughs> he like fell off stage, which was the best part. I think that, that's why he wanted you wanted him not to get up. Yeah, dude, I wanted him Dang. just to continue doing the same thing over and over again. Where he just kept falling. I mean, he's funny and everything, but I don't think he did really well as the as the host. If I can remember correctly. Yeah, I don't. Rem- I honestly don't. remember. I think the classiest to me, if I remember correctly, is Billy Crystal. Dude. Well, it's like I think he. he uh, they always talk about him as being the gold standard. Yeah, like that's, you, that's just he like never killed got, it every time. Like he never had a down show, or he like you know he's just so beloved. I think too It's just easy to like that guy. Yeah, I don't think he got any better than that, except for the fact he's a Clipper fan. But <laughs> other than that, <laughs> he's an all right guy. Yeah. But Udo, do you have a favorite host? Uh, probably Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> I don't know why, but I just liked him. Thought it was cool. He's got a little something about him. Well, I think you're too young to remember Billy Crystal. I think if you you can go ask your parents about that. Billy Crystal was amazing. Hey, uh, pause. Can you guys hear Samantha in the background? A little bit. Yeah, we just did right now. Damn it. <laughs> 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 Hold on. I'm going to go get some baby powder. I'll be right back. <laughs> what? Baby powder? What is happening? I don't know, but while Uno goes and does that, I think he thought I thought we were pausing the podcast, but we're still <laughs> yeah. Recording. Uh, what we, what was I gonna say? Oh, so why, why don't we just kind of talk about the Oscars then? What do we what did we think about the Oscars and the winners? Did we think the right people won? 
Um, so, okay, so I want to start off with um, something that's been on my mind. Uh, and I saw um, Rami Malek do his uh, media uh, roundup or whatever. It's like when they go and um, speak to, you know, all the, the critics and journalists and stuff. Um, and uh, and he said this thing, like, that I thought was pretty cool that he was like, you know, I know Hello? that. Yeah, what's up, dude? I'm back. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> Wait, you guys did a pause the show? No, no we dude. didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you just kept going, man. Um, that uh, so anyway, uh, I, I, I was asking uh, Uno, uh, sort of talking going into the Oscars, and did we uh, agree with the wins? There's something that we didn't like. Did we agree with the winners? Did we agree with the losers? Uh, that kind of stuff. So, I'll uh, start off with you, Uno. Wait, what the heck? You just oh, cut yeah. into what sorry. I was saying. Sorry, you're in the you middle of whatever you're saying. Okay, what were we sons saying? Sons of guns. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go that ahead. was... Um, no, for, you know what? Forget it. You okay. know what? All right, Uno, what, what do you think? <laughs> um, I'm still kind of salty that Ryan Coogler didn't get nominated for Best Director. And um, Michael B. Jordan didn't get nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Because I feel like... I don't know, dude. Just still kind of salty about that. And I kind of feel like the nominations were. If we shut up. So, weak. Rami Malik, dude, he said this thing where it was like, just kidding, go ahead. Rami Malik. Rami Malik was the highlight, though. For rare. For rare. Well, let me, let me let's go back to what you were saying. Because Best Supporting Actor, uh, the he didn't even get nominated, right? Yeah, he didn't get that. No, he didn't even said. get nominated. So, your, your, your answer doesn't even, it's not even valid, anyways. Because, what? No, I said Udo's answer is not even valid because he, he wasn't even nominated. No, but he that's what he said. Shut the. F- <laughs> <laughs> that's, what <he> <laughs> that's what he said though. He was salty that he didn't even get nominated for that mess. But I'm saying who about who won? Like, are we okay with the people who won? No, because now at this point doesn't even, doesn't even matter, dude. Because our choice wasn't even in there, dude. Although I gotta say, Mahershala Ali won for best supporting actor, and uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You do pretty good, dude. That's not even me playing it. The clip. Been I just practicing. like that one because it goes up, like, and yeah. it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got the best laugh, dude. But he won for Green Book, and we'll get into Green Book a bit because I know some people didn't were not happy with that particular win, the best picture win. But Mahershala Ali, dude. Uh, little tangent here. Did you guys finish watching True Detective? No. Dude. I haven't yet. Don't Last say anything. totally, dude. Last Don't say Sunday, anything. Dude. Totally, dude. Were you were you upset or were you like? I oh, was. Cool. I had to stop and think about what I just saw. It was the wife, huh? I bet you anything it was the wife. No, darn it. It it was weird to have a, a an actual happy ending for True Detective, dude. No, that's a, that's too much. Okay, that's, that's too, too much, much already. I'm actually invested in this, dude, to the point where, like, I don't want to know oh, dang, what dude. the secrets are. Okay. Maybe. Who are you, dude? This I know. Because weird. this one, dude, honestly, like, because it, it caught me. It got me, dude. This one got me. Okay, so, okay, scratch that, people. If I spoil it for you guys, sorry. Um, It, it was a weird, because I'm not telling you guys anything, but it was it was different. It was good. Let me tell you, dude. I mean, Herschel Ali deserves something. Mm-hmm. Stephen Dorff does too, but I think Marshall Lee like killed it in this dude. I mean, he basically played the same person in a different state state of mind, and in, in like in three different decades, 
Yeah, like yeah, pretty much three different decades. Yeah. Uh, and actually four because there's a particular one you see in there. But it was pretty. It was pretty good in terms of the way he um, showed the growth of his character as well too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I liked it. Were you Were you disappointed? Oh no. Yeah, I was. I I just kind of felt like there was a lot of loose ends. Um, I also felt really? like. The one, yeah. thing, the one thing I didn't like was how they tried to tie up all the loose ends. I thought they tied up all all the loose ends. Yeah, well, how, what happened with his wife? With his wife, how did she pass away? Not important. Ah! Well, we know she's. Nah, I'm just kidding. But uh, but I think it's not important to the story. I totally do, dude. I totally do. Um, and then also like you know another running theme in the show was like why um <clears throat> what happened with him and his daughter. Right, like there was some sort of uh, resentment she had towards him. You kind of don't find out. And then also, what was the whole point of that interview? Like, outside of serving a cinematic purpose for the audience of like giving Maharshala Ali's character a platform to talk about this, like, <clears throat> why were they even shooting a documentary? Like, what the hell was that all about? Because so, but, okay, so no, you like Last Jedi, dude. Whatever, dude. Oh, uh, so that that and means so yeah, that's it, dude. A, that's it, dude. Your your point of view is skewed forevermore, dude. Because I like the Last Jedi, like ninety eight percent of uh, Hollywood does. Ooh, yes, I know, I am right. But no, listen, listen. If you look at it to a point where the fact that everybody thought there was something cynical, or it's not cynical, something sinister to the Purcell case and when you see the actual outcome it's totally different people expected something different mm-hmm. and I think sort of what the theme was too is how people were obsessed with this case that it overtook lives until hey uh, what's his name uh, Hayes um, Will Hayes That's what, that was his name right Marshall Ali yeah character when he had to figure out and actually tell his wife, dude, we have to let this go because it's taking over our lives pretty much. And <clears throat> and so, I don't know. I just thought that it was all-consuming. And then when you figure out the actual, what happened, i got to be honest with you. I was a little bit like, what? Really? But then when you kind of think like, oh, all these people were expecting, you go back to the documentarian, and they were expecting this this cover-up and the sinister thing happened mm-hmm. and what you went on or whatever. And in fact, it, it sort of was not the case. I mean, it's, you got to see it to really get the, the, the gist of it. And, to, and then to end it, you, you see, okay. So, uh, Uno, you're expecting, you wanted to know how she died, but they kind of give right. you, they kind of give you the better part of it, which is how did they end up? How she lived together. No, not that, not that part, but how they, you know, the whole when he proposes, half drunk. I mean that that was pretty dope. So you gotta watch it. I th- I thought I was kind of bugged at first because I was kind of like, oh, I, I was expecting the f- you know because it was almost true to form to the first season mm-hmm. where it's all like scary and they very thrilling towards the end. Yeah. Um. And and this was sort of there, but it wasn't like that. And uh, I thought it was. A, I, I had to think about it, and I was like, okay. Anyways, that was a long tangent into Mahershala Ali really killing it in True Detective. <laughs> I'm sure it's gonna it's gonna be 
divisive. Some people are gonna hate it. Some people are gonna love it. So I was, I, 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 I really liked it. I can't say I loved it. I guess, but I, I really liked it. I really like how they came up with it. Hmm. So I don't know. That's just my. I'm just really impressed by Rashad Ali, dude. He deserves all the awards. Yeah, dude, and he's, he's getting them, dude. Yeah, yeah, and he's getting them. Going to the fact that he won the best supporting actor, the Oscar for that, and then uh, the best director because I know. Um, Uno brought it up. No, wait. Was it best director? Yeah, he. You know that. Uh, wait. Uh, um, Ryan Coogler wasn't wasn't nominated for that. Mm-mm. I agree with I agree with Uno, man. Why wasn't he not nominated for that movie, dude? I mean, we kind of touched on it last week, where it was like, if your movie gets nominated for best picture, almost seems like you should automatically uh, include I know. the director. Doesn't um, make sense. Yeah, that just doesn't make sense. So Green Book went for Best Picture, and people are not happy with it. <gasps> you, people are always going to be unhappy with the winner, I guess, most of the time, right? For the right, most part, usually. You know, usually some people. But did you hear about Spike Lee, though? Mm-mm. You didn't hear about Spike Lee, dude? No. He's just pissed, dude. Oh, yeah? Because he, he didn't win? Yeah. Yeah, he got up and tried to leave. And the people from the Oscars did not let him leave because they, they said he had to wait till the speeches were done. No way. But he was pissed. Dang. Did you? You know, Did you hear what he said? He goes, "Why do I keep losing?" Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess when people I, say, it, "I'm ahead. snake bitten," I'm snake bitten. Seems like anytime somebody's driving, I lose. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's what what he said, the dude. heck? That's crazy. That's freaking hilarious, dude. I mean, but he was legit pissed. That's insane. Yeah, he was not happy. With Have it. you guys seen Black Klansman? Uh, I've seen like like bits and pieces of it, but I haven't seen the whole thing. You haven't seen the whole thing? Yeah. Um, I heard that one's very like like divisive too, and not not because of its content, but just because of how it's actually put together. Uh, I I some people say that it's probably some one of Spike Lee's worst movies, but then other people say that it's like one of his better movies in a long time, I guess. But um, they just said like the like the editing and stuff was really bad, and really just kind of like the like the uh, um, like the shot selection was like really weird and um, not like a typical Spike Lee movie, I guess. Um, but yeah, I haven't seen it, so I don't. I'm not really. So sure. So with all the attention that Bohemian Rhapsody got, you guys surprised that it didn't win, or did you guys already think probably wouldn't win? Um, because I, I sort of was surprised that it didn't win. I, I thought it not really. Honestly, I didn't really like that movie. <sighs> I kind of felt like it wasn't gonna win. Um. Um, I feel like it was like an okay movie, but it wasn't anything that movie, like that movie's amazing. That movie's great. Dude. Like if I if Come you're on. looking at this, I watched like, that movie it, like four times already. Dude. Yeah, but if you're looking at this thing like in the grant, like in the pantheon of like Oscar, Oscar uh, uh, winning movies or whatever, I feel like it doesn't really measure up to any of the other. Like maybe some of like recent to recent day, like The Shape of Water is probably like in the same boat as that. But like if you're trying to compare it to like I don't know freaking Braveheart. And um, Schindler's List and stuff like that, like it really didn't. I don't know. It doesn't really hold a candle to those type of movies. Uh, I don't know, man. In my opinion, that. like it, it doesn't seem to me it's not transcendent. Like when I feel of like a movie that wins an Oscar, like I feel like it has to be like an extraordinary, transcendent type of movie that's gonna last forever. Like this movie doesn't really seem like that to me. It just really? kind of seems like. A this movie is, that was I, made. It's a good movie. I can't get tired of watching this like, movie. I, I, I'll watch this movie all the time. I, I, see, I didn't... Yeah. I, I loved don't know. it. I loved it. Like, all the, all the music in it was cool, and obviously Rami Malek's uh, performance was great, 
But um, I just feel like I just feel like there really wasn't too much there. Like I don't know. Yeah, I guess I could see that. I mean, I, I just thought it was it was uh, it was really really good. Yeah, I didn't think it would win. Uh, I didn't think Black Panther would win, which is you know sad because I, I would have thought I I actually thought. Roma was gonna win because of all because it's very artsy. Yeah. So I thought that would probably win, uh, but um, I really. Well, I think Roma has the benefit of being uh, critically acclaimed and also like um, like viewers also enjoy. I like, totally thought it's totally an Oscar looking you know movie that um, it's a, it's a Oscar looking movie. I guess. Yeah. It looks like it would, would win an Oscar just because it's very artsy and. You know, I think Alfonso Cuaron is uh, like I think it's the Academy's one of the Academy's favorite directors, dude. For sure, he's the new Tom Hanks, dude. I think so, dude. I think people like really like him though. But so uh, Rami Malek, dude, winning. I know you mentioned it. Uh, Uno mentioned it. Rami Malek winning. I thought that was pretty cool. He just yeah. See, like because uh, I thought I thought, dude, well, that's that's maybe that's why I like that movie so much. But because Rami Malek just, dude, he channels Freddie Mercury, man. Mm. It's like I see Freddie Mercury when he's. Doing his whole thing, you know, it's like yeah. I thought he was really great. Yeah, I mean, I I think the that that movie Bohemian Rhapsody um, is firmly placed on his shoulders. I think like if they wouldn't have if they wouldn't have put it on him, like I don't think that movie would have been as good as it was. Um, it's, it wasn't great, but I don't think it would have been as good. I think he did a really good job of portraying freddie mercury um Mm -hmm. but then like what i was trying to mention earlier today was one of the cool things uh, that he said was he see he he acknowledged that too he was like i know that this movie wasn't critically uh like i I guess it wasn't accepted by like most critics but um he still like he he went in and he was like i appreciate all of you guys for everything that you wrote about this movie because you helped me stay like honest with myself and you helped me to blah, blah blah like he was just basically being very appreciative of like even his detractors and the people who said like it wasn't a good movie and i just thought that was cool it was like a class act you know like he's just like a really good guy um well deserving of the award i think for sure dude but we can't <clears throat> and that foot falling off stage is probably pretty dope too dude i, I heard about that too. i'm all about people falling off stage i dude. know man What's up with that? I can watch YouTube videos of that all freaking day. People fall you know, stages. when people fall off stages, it, it's it's <laughs> iconic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You become legendary after that? <laughs> yeah. Then, then At least in your own mind. Yeah. Know, right? Okay, so we can't, before we move on, we can't uh, not talk about uh, Spider-Man winning Best Animated Ooh. Feature. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, dude. Love it. Love Such it. a good movie, dude. Honestly, like this movie should have won Best Picture too, dude, and I and I would have been, I would have been ecstatic if that would have happened because this movie, seriously, is just is probably one of the better comic book movies like, like, like ever, dude. It was just so good. Yeah, it was really good. Like all around, like just the animation, the the performances, like the voice performances, the soundtrack, the, the soundtrack, the, story the itself. yeah, everything, the visuals, good. everything was just so dope, dude. It was I, like innovative. I thought the animated uh, um, style of it, mm-hmm. which was totally different than we've seen before, and I thought it was really good too. Yeah, it I had mean, a different style to it. You know? See, and that's what I mean. Like, uh, I feel like if you put that one next to like all these other movies, like I feel like that is like like transcendent it's impactful it's like something that we're gonna look at years and years and years later and look at that and be like dude that was so like innovative like it was 
way before its time. Like it just it pushed a lot of boundaries and it did a lot of like really cool things. It did. Um, if you put that movie up, Spider Man to the Spider Verse, and you put Incredibles to uh, Mirai, Mireya, I don't know what that is. And Ralph breaks the internet. When you look at these other movies, you've seen this style before, right? The Incredibles yeah. two and uh, Ralph breaks the internet. And uh, the only one that would be different, I would say, would be Isle of Dogs, mm-hmm. um, which had a different style. But I think, Spider- but it's something we've seen before too, right. though. It's like a claymation type yeah. kind of thing. But Spider Man into the Spider Verse was beautiful, man. The the art, the the animation animation style was a lot different than we've seen before, and uh, it just it just. Um, Mesh together well with the story, the music. You know what's beautiful? What's that? Your friendship. Oh. I'm making little a little hard thing with my hands, you know. I'm saying I'm making a kissy face, sending you kisses from here. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, and then last thing we got to mention real quick before moving on about the Oscars 2019 is we have to mention that Black Panther won three Academy Awards. Wakanda. Yeah, dope. Right. Bing, 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 bing. Yeah. Miss me with that pulpit. Yeah, you don't remember that? The from the soundtrack. I was trying to remember what was the joke that uh, that uh, what's her name? Maya Rudolph said about Wakanda. I don't remember. Oh man, I can't remember right now. She said something. Chadwick Boseman was out there. And he's like Wakanda. Wakanda. Ah oh, man, I can't remember. <laughs> she said something really funny. I'm like, oh, that was cool, dude. Wakanda's everywhere, dude. Wakanda is everywhere, dude. I love it. I love it. So, so yeah, it won for Best Original Music Score. Uh, oh, did you see that guy when he gave his speech? His name is Ludwig Gorenson. Oh, yeah, that was dope. Dude, he's been doing, I guess, all of uh, Ryan Coogler's music or mm-hmm. movies. But I love when he said, he goes, hey, this is means a lot because back when we were dorming, and, and yeah, at the university. dude, I caught that too. Yeah, and I thought that was so cool, dude. That like Ryan Coogler is. They've like, known each other since they were freaking in college, in college, dude. Freaking film school, whatever, dude. And he is 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 going along with Ryan Coogler's journey in this movie thing, and that he's along for it. So I thought that was so cool too. That that says there. a lot about Ryan Coogler. Dude. Hey, dude. Yes, yeah, it does. Hey, hey, when I win, we all win, dude. Exactly, dude. That that's a, I. I'm, I'm so I wish like, I had friends like that. I'm so Yeesh. I'm so with Uno that that says a lot about what Ryan Coogler is like, dude. He's kept he's you know stayed friends with this guy. But I just when JV wins, <laughs> when JV wins a Pulitzer, there's gonna be no sign of that blog. <laughs> it's gonna someone's, disappear from the face of the earth. Someone's gonna ask him, uh, Mr. Uh, Ruano, uh, you used to write for the Beta. The what? The what? What? Nah. The Beta. What? You testing games? What you talking about? <laughs> what you talking about? Uh, anyways, best costume design and best production design. Those are the three uh, Oscars that it won. So, uh, congratulations to Black Panther. Everybody hey, involved. either way, dude, you can say Black Panther is a Academy Award winning movie, dude. In the same in the same vein as a uh, freaking Suicide Squad. Blech. I know, seriously, dude. What the heck? So, in uh, discussing. Oscars and uh, Best Picture stuff, you know, like, hey, which, what, what are our favorite Oscar winners? And and we're talking about Best Picture. What are our favorite Best Picture Oscar winners? La La Land. Oh wait, it didn't win. <laughs> what? So, uh, Jay, why don't we start off with you? Dude? Hipster. Do you have a favorite movie ever. that won the Oscar? Excuse me. 
Um, you know what? I'm going through this list right now, and um, I would have to say that there's a lot of really good choices, dude. I don't know if I can just—I don't know if I could just pick one, but I will. Ernest Rocky. goes to camp. Oh darn it! Oh, no, I should have picked that one. That one. Hard to kill. <laughs> Kickboxer. Light- Jean Claude Van Damme and Lionheart. Yeah, yeah. Look it up. <laughs> Jean Claude Van Damme in the Quest. Oh my god! <laughs> Basically, blood sport in a different country. Right? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Anyways, no, go for it. No, it's a Rocky. I think of of uh, all the movies that have won an Oscar for Best Picture. I think like the, I for whatever reason my eyes just kind of gravitated to Rocky, and I was like, "That's crazy!" Because it was like Sylvester Stallone wrote and directed that movie. Yeah, yeah. So I think that, I don't know. That's just like really cool accomplishment to be able to say like. I wrote the. It, you know what's crazy about that? And Go it kind of goes. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, it kind of goes to. I don't know if he did. He win for for uh, best director that year too, or uh, I don't know. I don't know if you could tell that, but um, I don't know. It's just one of those things that it's like, you know, like when when you're assessing someone's accomplishments and you're like looking at this movie. By the way, yes, the director of Rocky won best director. And is it Sylvester Stallone? No, it's uh, John Avildsen. Oh, okay. John G. Avildsen. Either way, I just think it's pretty cool. It's like a, um, you know, just kind of like a reminder of like Sylvester Stallone isn't just a action star or whatever. Like they do got them writing chops too to be able to write something. Did, as, you, did you say the year? Uh no. It's uh, nineteen seventy six. Nineteen seventy six. Rocky dude. won in nineteen seventy six. You know what's crazy about that, dude? That same 1977, year. Nineteen seventy seven, foe. Uh, Get your dates right. Nope. 1976. 76. Nope. 1976. Confirmed. Nest, bro. Bro, it's 1976. You're looking at the wrong one. Bro, it's 1976, bro. Then who won 77? Annie Hall. Dang, this thing is all jacked up then. Because <laughs> it has Annie Hall in 78. No, it must, it must have gotten the years wrong. It's probably the year it was released versus the, the year it won. Stupid. <laughs> oh, I was going to say... What's crazy about that same year, dude, is uh, Taxi Driver was in that same year, dude. And it beat out Taxi Driver? And it beat out Taxi Driver. It's Rocky. Sylvester Stallone beat out Robert De Niro. What? Not bad. Hey, has there ever been a movie with Sylvester Stallone and Robert De Niro? Wait, are you guys getting your stuff off of Wikipedia? Yeah. Uh, nope. That's where you guys mess up. You know you can't trust freaking Wikipedia, dude. Dude, everything on Wikipedia is correct. Because, like, nobody could edit it out. <laughs> no one understands hey, how to edit it out. Yeah. Hey, uh, so you didn't answer my question, guys. Guys. What? What? Has there ever been a movie with Sylvester Stallone and Robert De Niro together? Yeah, dude, they boxed each other in that movie that came out somewhat recently. Oh, where they're old, right? Yeah, where they're old. Oh, that's terrible. Because it was like, yeah, I remember they were, like, making a big deal. It was like Rocky versus Raging Bull. Wasn't that a terrible movie, though? Probably. If we can't remember it. Because I was, I was wondering uh, if someone could make, you know, tell us how that would sound like having Sylvester Stallone and Robert De Niro in the same movie. God, if only someone could do their voices. Yeah, hey, uh, anybody want to hear Sylvester Stallone? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting to see your Robert De Niro, man. But then, I, again, we can't see your face when you do it. Oh, so. uh, dude. Freaking Man-hand. perfect. I could t- <laughs> 
I hope he's not doing the face right now, too. <laughs> I know he's doing the face right now. Oh, uh, dude. You know, there's a flip side to that coin. I mean, I sat down here with you and I've had coffee and it's been nice, but uh, there's a flip side <laughs> to that coin. <laughs> Uno, do you have a favorite best picture winner? Uh oh, favorite best pick Godfather, dude. Uh, I mean, I know it's kind of like oh, well, Godfather, man, look at you, you're so. But dude, I love that movie. Every time it comes on, I, I like, I can't help but watch. And I know it's like freaking three hours long, but still, every time it comes on, I'm like, what the hell did I just do with my three hours, dude? So honestly, um, I would have said I would have gone with Godfather too, only because it's got Robert De Niro in it. <laughs> do his face. <laughs> No, seriously, I think that, I think, I don't know, it's debatable, I think, with, with, um, with yeah, a lot it's of a people. Up. Yeah, with a lot of people, whether was Godfather 2 a better, was it one of the one of the few instances where the sequel was better than the original? Because I, I kind of like Godfather 2 better than the first Godfather. I, I, think, I think you're right. Like, I think Godfather 2 is a lot more emotionally dense. Like, there's yeah. a lot more going on, dude. Like, there's yeah. so many more emotions, like more um intensely portrayed right um but the flip side though the flip side to that coin <laughs> is um <clears throat> i think I, li- I think i think i like that um godfather one's a little bit more linear and a little bit more like uh yeah just i like that it's linear um because you with godfather two you do have these two contrasting stories right like of a man um like Robert De Niro, who's like uh, Don Corleone, uh, like his his drive is like the preservation and like the prosperity of his family. And then, Michael, you're watching kind of like the disintegration of a family. So, like, I mean, it's it's kind of like you got those two stories. But, but I, what I like about Godfather 1 is you see kind of like the progression of Michael from innocence to, you know, fully embracing his role as the godfather mm-hmm. um and it's like reluctantly because it's not what what um what his father wanted for him i kind of like that like i just kind of like the the story of like life and its circumstances kind of taking a toll on you because i mean yeah anyway uh, godfather 2 is better but i just enjoy godfather 1 better okay 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 <laughs> did i just okay 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 okay, 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 okay. <laughs> i just okay. uh I've been watching Dude, all, all did the, you guys see that all thing the lethal for... weapons. I've been watching all the lethal weapon movies. Did you see the thing for the Irishman? Dude, why do you disregard what I'm trying to say right now, dude? Oh, dude, because it it, it uh, involves in Joe Pesci. Of... It involves Al Pacino, freaking Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci. Anyways, I love my movie for <sighs> the uh Oscars. I'm gonna tell you what it is right now. Uh actually no, I do want to see the Irishman. Dude, it looks great. And it's coming to Netflix too, which is crazy. It's a freaking Martin Scorsese movie going straight to Netflix. Martin Scorsese, and it's uh, Robert De Niro, uh, Joe Pesci, Harvey Keitel. Yeah, Harvey Keitel. Uh, uh, Al Pacino. Yes, dude. The cast is insane. But uh, The Irishman. Yep. Anyways. So rude, dude. That's going to be ridiculous, All right, dude. shut up. It's going to be great. It's, uh, what are you guys talking about? I don't even know what you're talking about right now. I know. Freaking... Jay just like totally. There's a movie called The Irishman, guys. There's this movie called The Irishman, directed by Martin Scorsese. It stars Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, 
okay, 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 you're doing that stupid thing, and freaking Harvey Keitel, all those bad boys in one movie, and it's coming to Netflix. It's gonna be dope. Oh, you call him the Wolf? <laughs> That's all you had to say. <laughs> this is gonna be dope. My uh, movie is um, Unforgiven, Clint <laughs> Eastwood, and uh, that's not one of the first movies that when when I like stick through the because it is a long movie, it's slow, but that build up for the end of what what occurs at the end of that movie. To me, it was sort of like, oh, it just blew the whole movie wide open. And I just, one of the few movies where I enjoyed what happened, uh, you know, <laughs> enjoyed. Uh, he killed like 20 people. <laughs> but he like, um, it was just, a, you know, Clint Eastwood trying to suppress what he used to be. And in one instance, made him just to become that person again. Do and, so. And, and so I just, to me, that would just blew me away, dude. That, I really like that movie. In your opinion, is Gene Hackman a good guy or a bad guy in that uh, movie? Oh, he's a he's a legit bad guy, dude. Yeah, you think so? He's a he's a legit bad guy. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. He he. Uh, but I feel like all he was trying to do was just like he was just trying to maintain order and like keep keep the peace in his in his own way, I guess. But he does. But as like, but he he. But what did Morgan Freeman do though? Well, Morgan Freeman was well. He was like a stone cold killer, dude. He was just trying to they like were, they were trying to get a bounty legally, legally trying to uh, fulfill a bounty. And yeah. that, that guy and, and Gene Hackman wanted nothing with it or something. Yeah, because I mean, he told them, "Y'all can't bring guns up in this piece." And he and if I remember correctly, he didn't even go into town. They went to go get Morgan Freeman, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, see? And they displayed his body, which made that switch just turn on for Clint Eastwood. Well, I mean, you got to follow the rules, dude. No, I don't know. That was just a debate that there was another podcast where they were having whether they thought that was Gene Hackman Hackman supposed to be like like the bad guy or was he just kind of like Mm -hmm. a misunderstood character who was just trying to like maintain order. In his know. own maybe sadistic type of way. I don't know, dude, but Clint Eastwood is is in top form in that movie, dude. Yeah, he's pretty amazing in that movie. You know what's dope about Clint Eastwood? I heard that like when he directs a movie, that he doesn't really like give any director's notes or anything. He literally just says like like action and cut, pretty much. Like he doesn't give you any direction on like what to do. He's that's, like that's insane though. Like it's it's his crazy because movies are always like critically acclaimed. Most of them. Yeah, yeah, most yeah. Of them are. That like I guess I, and I forgot which actor it was, but they were like he was talking to him about like oh I think I should do this I, should, I think I should do that, and that Clint Eastwood was like well why are you telling me that he's like well because you're the director he's like if I could have played your role I would have done it so obviously I got you because I know you can do it do whatever the heck you freaking want <laughs> and like you know we're just gonna shoot this and and you know like that's all we're gonna do so if you want to do that go ahead that's why that's why I hired you I trust you and you can do whatever you want he went so I was for- like dang. Dude, he, he went for Million Dollar Baby in two thousand four. Um, like, how many other movies did he? I'd have to look and see all the movies that he's won Oscars. For. But yeah, I think for the most part, like all of his movies are pretty well received um, critically, um, and I think like just generally too, like a lot of people like watching his movies. Although I heard The Mule is kind of like is uh, is not his best work. 
but the fool's ninety, dude. So I can't expect too much. Yeah, that fool's ninety, and he like gave himself three threesomes in that movie, which is like, here's what the criticism is. Wait, what? That <laughs> in that movie, which he directed and and you know did all that crap, uh, he gave himself like three different instances where he's in a threesome, in a threesome with like. There's three threesomes th- in one movie. I think so. Yeah, I think it was three. Is there a two or three? But there's multiple. It's more than one. It's more the than fact one. that it's more, it's than, more than, than one is pretty bad. Wow. But, yeah, dude. I guess he... Wow. We're in Clint Eastwood, dude. So handling biz at 90 really, years old. I really don't see... I was so, but, but wait, what's the issue? What? What's the issue? No, just that, you know, him... <laughs> that, that he would... He would. It was like, why wasn't there porn? <laughs> what's, what's the problem? Hey, I'm not about to watch a freaking Clint Eastwood porn, dude. Where it's like 90 minutes of just a 90-year-old man handling his biz, which he's directing himself. There's a, there's a word for that. There's a word for that. We don't want an actual mule. In Bigot. <laughs> it's not TJ. The what? It's not TJ. <laughs> what? Uno. All right. Be man. All right. So we said what are our favorite Oscar winners? What are the movies that shouldn't have won an Oscar? Do you have a pick of a movie that you thought should not have won the Oscar? Can I start it off? Yeah, dude, go Yeah, ahead. go for it, dude. Boom, boom. Titanic. Ah! Uh, I, I you're getting killed right now, dude. I don't think Titanic should have won Best Picture, dude. Just because that movie was literally in theaters for like five months doesn't make it the best movie that year, dude. That year you had Goodwill Hunting and LA Confidential. Oh wow, really? Yes. Oh snap. And Titanic beat out Goodwill Hunting? I mean, in terms of, of uh performances, I mean Goodwill Hunting was, was so much better. Um LA Confidential was really good too. But Titanic was just more of a it won the popularity contest, I guess, in that. I don't know. I just thought I didn't think it should have won t- the best picture. Money talks, bro. I guess so. Money but that's, freaking talks. Dude, the full Monty. Was the full Monty. <laughs> that movie was pretty funny. But, um, yeah, I just think it, it, I just think that Titanic probably shouldn't have won that year. But that's just me. Uh, dude, I got one. Where'd it go? Oh, can I say something real quick? Yeah. The following year, Shakespeare in Love won. 1998. Ah, uh, that's what I was going to say, too. Oh, that's go ahead. I'm sorry. Love freaking hot garbage, dude. Go, go for it. Go for it. <clears throat> Since I mentioned, you go. Well, there's two movies that arguably could have won that. Like, one, obviously, Saving Private Ryan, right? Like, great movie. Moving. Freaking Tom Hanks wins wins the Oscar for that movie with one line. Earn this. Ooh. You feel the weight of that, and then uh, another one that's really great in that 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 year was Life Is Beautiful. Oh, like nice. Life Is Beautiful was great, dude. <clears throat> um, yeah, and it just like why the hell did Shakespeare in Love win? I don't know. Just yeah, dude. It just, I mean, uh, uh, over those two movies, Life Is Beautiful and Saving Private Ryan, I just don't see how it could have been. How it was better than that, dude? Saving Private yeah. Ryan. I like that movie, but there's a there's this one that's that one scene where that one American soldier doesn't help that other one where the German guy kills him. Oh, dude! I can't yeah. watch that scene. I, I saw that scene that one part. time and I cannot see it again, dude. Mm-hmm. Like I, it just it's it's so difficult to watch, dude. 
I cannot watch that scene. Great film though. Just can't see that scene. But anymore. you can watch you can watch freaking The Last Jedi though. You can see that. <laughs> <laughs> the Last Jedi was a masterpiece. I can watch that all the time. Oh God. Princess Leia flying through space. Hey, dude, here's here's one that I got. <laughs> Let me put some chapstick on for this one. Dude, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump should not have one. And it should have been Speed. <laughs> nah, JK, JK. <laughs> JK, I think it should have been Pulp Fiction, dude. Pulp Fiction is great. A masterpiece. The other thing about Pulp Fiction, I feel like it 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 kind of changed freaking Hollywood in the sense that, like, you know, because uh, Quentin Tarantino's an outsider, man. Like, Quentin Tarantino's, like, shouldn't be in, at the Academy, but he is, you know? Uh, I feel like he opened a door for, for massively creative people to, to kind of... Um, Claim a place in Hollywood. So, Pulp Fiction, man. Pulp Fiction. Dude, I'll pick it back on, on that with you really Girl, quick. Dum, and dum, it's like, dum, dum, Argo winning too? I know, dude. And that year, it went up against so Django Unchained, Lincoln, Zero Dark Thirty. Uh, even Silver Linings Playbook was pretty dope too. Uh, but freaking Argo won? I'm like, nah, dude. Argo was pretty good though. Yeah, but not in comparison right. to like Lincoln or like even Zero Dark Thirty, Django. Even Silver Lining Playbook should have won that one, dude. Yeah, Silver Lining Playbook is was, a was good that, movie was too. Was that the same year? Oh, it was. Yeah, that's yeah. all in the same year. Life of Pi, Late Mi- even Late Miz was a pretty dope movie too. So I don't know. I thought that was pretty whack. I was like, yeah, Argo. I feel like f- fits in the same category as like Bohemian Rhapsody. Like they're good movies, but they're not like. Great movies that I feel like will last the test of time. I'll give you another one that hurt, dude. The English Patient. I over, never, I never over, saw that crap. Over Fargo, though. Oh dang. Fargo. That's, that's hurtful. Yeah, dude. See, that's like, another one that's... where I feel like <clears throat> the Coen Brothers are similar to like Tarantino, right? Like they're just like creative geniuses. They're not like. You know, uh, Oscar pedigree like Steven Spielberg and Francis Ford Coppola, guys with, with re- like really long names. You know, um, yeah, that was funny. You guys should have laughed at that one. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, I kind of feel like, like this is a result or or the, that era. Like it was a result of some like snobbery, man. Like it was just kind of like, I kind of feel like English Patient one because it was like. It, it was like directed by you know uh hollywood pedigree and even like um titanic hollywood pedigree like it wasn't these outsiders who were shaking things up in the 90s and coen brothers and um tarantino definitely outsiders who were making like really dope movies do you know you know what year was actually pretty dope for uh these the best picture was 2010 dude I was just looking at it right now, dude. That that year was, was like stacked, right dude. Because the King's Speech is a pretty dope movie. That that year also had Black Swan, The Fighter, Inception, uh, The Social Network, Toy Story Three, True Grit, The Kids Are All Right. I don't know what that is, and Winner's Bone. Um, 127 hours. Did you say oh that? yeah, 127, 127 hours too. Hours. Uh, but dude, a lot of those movies in that 
in in that um that year was in stacked. that year was that like was dang dude that's dude dude I feel like 2014 was super duper stacked. Where's 2014 at? Yeah, oh, so here, let me give you the, the list for, for 2014. Go for it. Wait. Yeah, the list for 2014, according to the Oscars, okay? It was Birdman, who won, which mm. won, Grand Budapest Hotel, Dope. Whiplash, Dope. Imitation Game, American Sniper, Dope. Boyhood, Interstellar, Dope. Theory of Everything. That's a lot of good movies. That's freaking that nuts, dude. And, and I sit here and I think, like, mm, maybe Whiplash should have won, dude. Dude, honestly, so I feel good. like, to a certain degree, like Boyhood, even Grand Budapest Hotel, but just Boyhood and it's what? like in its uh, uh, like its concept was pretty insane, dude. Of just well, that and its uh, and what it took to make that movie. Exactly, yeah. Just like I mean, that movie literally took a decade, I think, right? Like yeah. years because it followed this kid's life. That was a feat in itself. So, yeah, that that was interesting. But what about? I think 2015 was a missed opportunity for the Oscars, dude. Of not of of letting a to give it to Mad Max. Yeah, yeah, something totally out of left field, mm-hmm. but was universally known as th- to be a really good movie, which is Mad Max Fury Road. Dude. Yeah. So I thought that would have been great if they would have given it. Although to I mean, I'm not mad at Spotlight. Like Spotlight's Spotlight, a good movie. Spotlight was was it was good. Pretty good too. It was. It was. I'm just saying, it would have been great to actually give that to Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, but I think that was like you kind of. Um, I think there was something about just having that included in the list. Um, that kind of, it was kind of like something that turned the tide a little bit. Um, because I feel like after that, like now we have you know like Black Panther. Um, which one else was I looking at? I mean, the Shape of Water one, which I know is kind of contentious too. But I mean, just having kind of a like a genre film win uh, this sort of award, um, I feel like just kind of opened the doors for more possibilities, more movies um, that aren't necessarily like art house type of things to to join the party a little bit. Think, and although I it's like Shape of Water should have won. Yeah, maybe. and that's why I said it's like I think it's a little polarizing that that choice was a little divisive. Um, but I think just the fact that it was included and that it won kind of opened the doors a little bit more, even further than than Mad Max did uh, for these type of movies to be included and to be like recognized. Um, but yeah, I don't know if it should have won. That should, year should have give it to get out. Yeah, I mean that too. Just having to allow movies like Get Out to be here too, I think is is pretty dope. There are three bo- billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. You guys weren't feeling "Call Me by Your Name" or what? <laughs> Lady Bird, <laughs> The Phantom Menace. Oh no, wait, Phantom Thread. Dude, Lady Bird uh, was just uh, what was it? Um, uh, what's the one with the freaking America, America Ferrara or something like that? They're saying it's basically like just like a a remake of a movie that was already made before, but this one got like better publicity because it featured a white woman instead what of movies. A, is this, what movie are you talking about? There's another. There's an older movie like in the '90s or something like that that starred the, um, the Ugly Betty Girl. The Ugly Betty Girl, yeah. Um, it wasn't Sister of Traveling Pants. What was it? Um, it was another movie, but basically it was the exact same movie as Lady Bird, but obviously it just featured 
Mexican American characters where Lady Bird does not. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was like a big. Well, it wasn't a big thing, but it was like people were kind of pointing that out. It's like it's basically the same exact movie, and it's even like a even like a bigger diss that Lady Bird used like the old English like gangster writing. Um, That's funny. That it's like basically like the like that sort of dig at it, you know. That's crazy. I can't remember what the name of the movie is though. Anyways, we digress. Look at all the movies that America Ferrara did. You know what? I'm on it. Uh, dude, do we have any any other uh, movie that we wanna that we think shouldn't have won? Uh, no, no, Uh, Logan <laughs> didn't win though. We would have wanted to win it. Didn't even get. Did it get nominated? You know, I do want to say that I, last year, like Shape of Water, like I saw all those movies. Shape of Water did not deserve freaking. That's what I'm saying. Best movie. It was so whack. I think out of all those movies, um, it <clears throat> shows why I don't belong in the Academy. But out of all those movies, I really thought like I Tanya was like the best movie that came out that year. So that was mm-hmm. that was this this is what was nominated. Shape of Water, Dunkirk, Three Billboards, Outside, Ebbing, Missouri, which was good too. Darkest Hour, Blade Runner, Phantom Thread, Call Me By Your Name, Get Out, I Tanya. And I thought I Tanya was really good. Uh it was Real Women Have Curves, two thousand two. Oh really? Yep. Good one. Um uh, yeah, dude. So uh, you we recommend people if you want to look up the list of, of winners you can see for yourself if there's a movie that you guys like but uh, uh yeah I think uh, there's definitely going to always going to be a, a reason to not like a certain movie that uh, wins you're not going to be able to please everybody but uh, but that's the way it is just the way it is dude we're not part of the academy we're better Things will never be the same. <laughs> so let's wrap. That's just the way it is. We're gonna wrap up this episode, man, and we'll see what movies come out this year. We'll see what uh, what comes out next year. I think uh, the episode nine Star Wars is gonna win the Academy Award next year. Yeah. Ooh, Damn, yeah, because Brian Johnson dude. won't be involved. What? Brian. Ryan, Ryan, more name Ryan. Ryan, <laughs> not F. Ryan Moore. Dang, F. Ryan, <laughs> F. Ryan Moore. <laughs> Anyways, uh, thank you so much for joining us uh, for this episode of the Beta Report. Don't forget to check out our social media pages at the Beta Report. Uh, comment, uh, let us know what you guys think. We always posting stuff up there. Go ahead and. Uh, uh, just join us in conversation. We love to hear from you guys. So definitely, when you guys have an opportunity to, go to iTunes, rate and review our podcast. Help us to get more people to listen to the podcast. So uh, thank you so much for the beta report. Se me cuidan, hijo. Se me cuidan. Hey, we're moving out, dude. We were at 3,568,000 uh, on, on the list, the podcast list. Moved up to 3,568,000. 000. And one. <laughs> it's going down. <laughs> I lost track. Yeah. Um, but basically, we move, we move up some. There it is. Dude. Somebody hit us up with a review, and it moved us up. 
Keep on Boom. those reviews, We're people. We're getting there, people. We're getting there. For the report. <laughs> for the okay. beta report, okay. this is the con. This is Jay. This is Uno. Oh, wait, say that one more time. Go ahead. This is Uno. Nice. Sexy. Okay, you can turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> Rappers don't use reverb. I peace. All right, laters. Stop cupping the mic, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>